Okay, Jason, you're bound here with another edition of a personal trainer's guide to wealth creation. And it's funny in that title, wealth creation, what does it actually mean? There's, wealth means a lot of things to different people. And what I want to talk about in this podcast is staying clear of running a business out of pure ego. And by pure ego, what I mean, I'll get straight to it, is that uh, I know when I speak to a lot of businesses out there and they'll say to me, Jason, I want to earn X amount of dollars. Now, this is in the fitness industry and just in uh, any other industry that's out there where someone has started a business and their aim is to you know, create something for themselves. And I go, my next question is always, okay, so why is it that you want this, say, studio to do 500000 Apart from the obvious in terms of you got, you know, bills to pay to make it operate and run effectively, all the rest of it. And for the most part, very, very rarely do I have a clear and precise answer that I'm actually wanting to hear. Normally, it's like, I'm not really sure. I just think that that'd be a good amount of money to make. Uh, and I go, okay. Now, there's, that's I'm not saying that's an ego-run business. That's uh, a lack of maybe education. That's a lack of actually know-how, structure. Uh, and being uh, in business for a while to figure that stuff out. So that part's more about, I go, right, okay, well, what does this business actually need to provide you? Meaning, if you can't uh, answer this next question, then you need to be able to, and that is, what does it cost you to live each month? Now, if someone asks me that question, I know that if I was to make, uh, you know, um, if sorry, if, if you ask me the question, it'd be seven grand. I go $7,000 per month because the lifestyle that I've chosen to live and, you know, the things I want to do, pay mortgages, uh, investment properties, you know, holidays, put money aside for all that stuff. I know to the detail that that's what I've chosen my lifestyle to be. Could it be more? Absolutely. I could, you could, you could always spend more. There's, there's no skill set in that. However, if you don't know that figure and number, then how do you ever understand what the business needs to provide you? On the flip side, if you've got a business, if you've got a lifestyle that's you know adding up and adding up and adding up, then it might put pressure on the business because now you're doing all these other things, but you know when the business really can't afford it, and then some people go, "Oh, we'll just make it happen," and so I don't get that approach either. So. What that boils down to is actually knowing some clear things in your, in your in your business and your personal life. So, if you don't know what you actually spend per month uh, on in your in your lifestyle, then you need to figure that number out. So, the way I break it down is I go right. Well, I'm, I, you know, in our business, we pay ourselves a monthly salary, both Brad and myself. Uh, you know, there's other expenses, all that stuff, but to make it easier, we pay ourselves a certain amount of fee that we agreed on that we look at and we know what the business makes. Um, over operation 11 years running this particular business, uh, you know, we figured out the sum total of what, what we want to get paid. We both want and need to get paid with the lifestyle we want. The business could well and truly cater for that. And so, uh, I'll look at things like then what do I give myself in terms of spending money each week? You know, what, what are the, the bills predictably? Uh, each month or each quarter for like electricity, gas, hot water, rates, all that stuff. And I can work that out over the period of, you know, a year, the past year, whatever, two years and go on average, this is how much it is every quarter for water, electricity. So I have an account that every week comes out of my main account and gets put away, it's put aside. So it's there, it's, you know, but it makes it easy for me to figure out what it is I actually need because, you know, that's the thing. You don't want to assume you want to know absolutely 100% down to the dollar, what is it? 
there's, you know, private health insurance, you know, uh, are you going to go on holidays this year? And for me, what I like to do, I learned a long time ago, even though I may have the money at certain times in the year, mid-year, whatever to do it, what I personally like to do is I like to have an account where I go, right, at the end of each year, I may want to have ten or $12,000 put aside for the family holiday. Or what does that mean each week that needs to get farmed across? That happens, you know, week in, week out. Uh, my own personal profit account, you know, uh, insurance, you know, for the Harley or cars or whatever it may be. You know, do you have a, a, a fund for your kids, you know? So you work all that stuff out and then I'll give you a true indication about, okay, what is it that I actually need because of the way I've designed my lifestyle. Then you get back to the business and go, like if I was to live that lifestyle right now, there's no way the business could afford to do it. So then... You, 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 know, you want to have that approach going, well, we won't go and do these things just yet because it would put um, massive pressure or stress on not even myself personally or the business, uh, but it's just not the right timing. So that's the way then you can make educated decisions about you know, what you spend, what you do, and how you live your life. And I was uh, dealing with many clients over the years, and there was one a couple of years ago that I remember asking this question too, and they go, I don't really pay myself a wage. And I go, well, what do you mean? They go, well, I'll... I don't pay myself a wage per se. I just take money out of the business. I go, well, you are paying yourself a wage. You just haven't formalized it. And when we broke it down, we looked at that that the money they were taking out on a regular basis was, was probably around about $900. When we actually looked at the reality of what the business could afford, it was more like 700 The other problem with that is that there was no profit and we're big on going, it's not just what the business makes. I'm never impressed when someone says, oh, the business made a million dollars last year. I go, yeah, well, how much did it take to earn that? And then you see businesses go, well, 950,000. So you made next to nothing. On the flip side, I've seen businesses that have made made $90,000 in gross and had a profit of 50,000 or 60,000 because their expenses were so low. And so it's really about them. What are you left with after all that? So... One thing is to make the money, but what do you actually left in profit? And so we looked at all that, and then the reality was, well, go okay, well, you're you're just stealing from yourself and the business. It's not really performing where you think it is. You know that money's not just yours. You know you can't just take it. There's other things that you need to take into account. So then that gave them some uh, insight strategy. It was a bit of a slap in the face, but a welcome one because otherwise it was going to be dire straits. So then they go, right, now what that means is if you actually want to pay yourself that $900, if that's where you want to be because of the lifestyle you want, you've got some work to do. You need to increase your sales, you know, clientele, all the rest of it. And so that's, this is really an important point. You know, you've got to have this structure and insight into your business and your personal lifestyle, and that's where some people get in trouble. And it doesn't need to happen. You know, I certainly had my goal at it in my early days, not because I was an overspender or things like that lifestyle. I've never really been that way. Uh, however, it just was a lack of knowledge. Um, that was my downfall. It was a lack of understanding and structure because I was new to it all and I didn't have anyone guiding me or helping me. And that's why it's so critical that you, you've got to get someone who's been there and done it, who actually doesn't have an ego because I've also, I'll get to that part in a minute about ego. People out there are teaching their ego, business owners pretending to be coaches and then they, they pass it on to others. But I'll, I'll address that in a second. But you want someone who's legitimately got a really good business head on them. They're, they're, they don't operate out of ego and bigger is bigger and better. And look at me and all my shiny stuff. It's more about, you know, is the business actually effective and know their stats, know their figures, know their structure and know why they're actually doing this 
And that's important to get someone's advanced experience and put it on your shoulders when you're brand new to things. Otherwise, it's just costly, believe me. So that's that part. You, you really want to make sure that you know the reality of your lifestyle and versus the business. And again, if you don't have that, if you don't even know what your lifestyle needs to be, how can you ever set proper business targets anyway? I mean, the reality for most people, why they get into business, and it certainly was for me, it was, is, is a number of variety of different things, right? To, to work your own hours, to, to really take control of uh, you know, your mission in life, what you actually want to achieve and help people to do, the amount of money you want to earn or don't earn, the amount of holidays, all those things. But unfortunately, if you get into it uneducated and, you, and that doesn't change and you don't really set things up properly, you just create this monster that just needs forever feeding and it take, can take over your life and consume you. Uh, then I see people get into debts and buy the fancy cars and all that because of stress. They do this brief moment of excitement to get the new car, and then it's even more pressure to have to pay it off and all the rest of it because they're trying to justify why I'm doing all this work for very little. So that's that part. The ego part of it is that you know our, we all have the egos, right? We all have an ego, and I'm not talking about this in just a negative sense. You know, you know. However, what I am trying to get across here is is that. When uh, you know a business owner is, or someone whose business is doing things out of purely ego, like I'll give you an example. Like I always get really, really, I really get really curious, and I always get my flag, red flag goes up when I'm speaking to anybody in business. But let's just say someone in the fitness industry, and they go, uh, you know, they're maybe a solo operator right now. They go, I want to have forty trainers. I want to have forty trainers. You know, I go, why well, do you want to have forty trainers? And they, and again, they cannot answer me. It's not based on anything else but ego. It's not based on you know making a difference. Well, they might say that uh, that it is, but it's like I want forty trainers. One of the, I'm the most amount of trainers ever, and it's going to be huge. Going to be big. And I go, but hang on, what's the model? And they can't show me the statistics, they can't show me the breakdown, they can't show me actually why they want to achieve this. And I go, why do you want just this bigger thing? Uh, and I go, why don't you make what you've got more effective first and let's look at the profit and return and effort and all that stuff. And so that's what I would consider to be ego when people can't actually break down the actual model for you and say, this is how it's going to play out, this is what we're doing. And the reality is, is why, you know, why 40 when this person hasn't even achieved you know, long-term success with having even two trainers or three trainers on, you know, all of a sudden they're jumping to 40 and that's a whole, another whole story. <laughs> Lower the self-esteem, the higher the, the target sometimes. However, you know, it's very, you got to be very mindful. Then you've got to be very mindful of what you read and hear and follow out there because not everyone can be the Richard Branson and, uh, you, you know, there's other people spouting, you know, go for it. And I'm not... I'm not saying don't go for it. What I'm saying and suggesting is make sure that you know your stuff. Make sure that there's a very clear uh, reasoning behind uh, why you want to achieve a certain level in your business. And to be honest, the I've worked with so many businesses over the last 16 years uh, from, from you know, you name it, everything you can think of, every type of business. Uh, in the last 11 years, we've really honed in because of our experience in the fitness industry and my extensive success and Brad's success in the industry. We know this uh, intimately. And where, we see, where we've seen businesses come unstuck in this industry is those who have run out of what I've just been talking about, this ego and no ability to really understand why they're doing this other than having the outside world look at them and, and they think they're going to be impressed. And, you know, 
that's the downside. And then I see other people out there that are claiming to be coaches and mentors, and they're not. They're clearly not, you know. And some of these people I know personally, and, and I've had some experience with, and I know that they don't have the skill set, they don't have the training, because it goes way beyond just some personal success that they may have achieved. And so then that's dangerous because then they're out there teaching their philosophy and their limited mindset and inability to coach people based on what's really right for the client, not, not you know, expounding their stuff. And so then you see people, you know, going and, you know, buying these cars. They really can't afford because it's all about egos, but I've got to look the part. I've got to have it. Then it's, hey, let's go get the, the, you know, the property that I can't really afford so I can look the part. And then that creates all kinds of unhealthy behaviors in the background. So if you listen to this, you, all I'm trying to get across is, you know, there's nothing wrong with step by step by step by step by step and making sure that you know exactly why you're in business, why and what you want this business to achieve. And don't follow someone else's goals or big talk on the internet or social media talking up a big fucking storm. You know, just stay out of that and come back to what is it that you really want? What's really appropriate for your lifestyle and, you know, things that you want to achieve? Don't Don't get caught up and all the hype and all that stuff out there, you know, make sure that there's nothing wrong with taking a little bit of time to have longer success. Now, from someone who's been around for a long time, I, you know, I started the industry over 24 years ago in the fitness industry, still here today. Uh, I'd like to think that gives me some, you know, some credibility about what I'm talking here and back that up. Not only that, we've had, you know, thousands of people coming through our programs over the last 11 years and we have a high level of success rate. And not just you wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, you know, case studies and testimonials, people that, are, you know, been with us for four or five years, you know, and that says something, not just these quick fix, you know, things out there and then you never hear from them again. Uh, it, it's long-term, people are creating long-term success, employment, and they've done it right. They've set it up correctly. So I can, I can remember, you know, a story that illustrates, I guess, and wraps up a lot of what I've been talking about today. And that is, I, I remember it was many years ago, I was going to meet a potential client who, you know, by the way, they did end up coming on board with our coaching and mentoring program, our internship program. And I've turned up, you know, and they're already there waiting. It was, it was in this particular time, it was, they were from down the Gold Coast, I'm in Brisbane. So we met halfway rather than, you know, coming to the office. So we met, we found a place and met. They're already there and they were, and I pulled up right in front. Now, you know, at the time I was driving, you know, it was, this is a while ago, but I was driving a, a Holden Astra, I think it was, you know, and uh, anybody who knows me knows I could care less really about what car I was driving and uh, I've turned up. And so we've done the meeting, we've gone through all that and um, to the, there was a, it was a couple, husband and wife, and to uh, the husband's credit, he, um, he said to me at the very end, he said, oh, his wife didn't want to ask the question, but he was thinking it as well. They were, they'd made a comment going, if you're, if I'm so successful, if I'm going so well and our business is so good and we're helping others to create this kind of wealth, why am I driving a Holden Astra? And it's a perfect illustration of what people deem and perceive, right? So I get that part and it's a fair enough question uh, because we were here talking about how to make your business better and make more money, have more freedom, all the rest of it. And... Uh, there's that ego perception. So uh, for, if I had bought into that, and I'm glad I had really good mentors early on in my life, uh, that kept me out of that kind of stuff. And again, nothing wrong with it. If, if it's what you like, if it's what you want to do, and if it's, you know, if you can actually properly afford it, you know what I mean? Like if you can actually go and pay for this thing in cash, then great. Um, 
and I, I, I stopped and I went, that's a fair question. I really appreciate your honesty. Thanks for speaking up. My next thing is I never feel like I need to justify myself to anybody, anytime, anywhere. So, because uh, I, I also believe that just looks like you're trying to defend yourself and there's something actually that you're not okay with. So I said to him, do you actually want the answer to that question? Because basically saying, I don't feel the need to have to explain myself why. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to hear it. And uh, I said to him, firstly, I said, uh, you've heard of Warren Buffett. And he goes, yeah, of course, one of the richest mans in the world. I said, you know, he still lives in the very first house that he ever bought. Yeah. You know, he drives a very average car. Yeah, I've heard that as well. I said, so if Warren Buffett rocked up here and you were doing the meeting with him, you wouldn't, it wouldn't even be a question because you know that stuff already about him, right? That he's just it's not stuff he really values, you know? Yeah. And already he started to twig to where I was going with it. Um, <laughs> and he said, but you're not Warren Buffett. I said, exactly my point. But I said, you don't know. You don't actually know my values, my background. And um, so I'm happy to explain it to you. I said, very much. I'm not trying to compare myself to Warren Buffett, by the way. And that's what I said to him. I said, but my personal reasons for driving a car like this or whatever car it may be is very simple. Number one is that it's not a major pride for me. Number two, I'm just about to pay off my second home in under five years. So that has been the main priority and the business has, um, I've been working the business to be able to do that. And his jaw just dropped and he went, oh shit, the second house in, two, in, in under five years. I said, yeah. Yeah, I said, absolutely. So that's been my main priority. So I said, well, yeah, well, I could go out and I could still afford a, a nice bigger car. I said, that wasn't on my priority list. Um, and I said, I'm sure if I would have turned up here in a car that I couldn't really afford, but it would have impressed you because it would have had a different badge on it. Uh, but would you want to learn from someone who has an ego-based business who's all about front and no no real substance or back end or really actually equality or someone who's, I guess, like I just explained. So in that sense, I had to give them the, the reasoning behind it because they asked and I'm, I'm happy to do that. But that was a classic example for me that I didn't really care what anybody else thought. I knew what I was doing. I knew... Uh, I knew my skill set, I knew what we were doing, I knew how successful I'd been, and I knew, also knew what, what I was trying to achieve. But there is, the, there would, could be the pressure there, even after that come up, going, shit, maybe I should go and get myself in you know, a really nice car just so people have this perception. And that's my biggest beef with everything out there is that don't buy into what you see. You know, Just because someone's driving a really nice car, probably the chances are, and it's not always, but the chances are if they've got to tell you about it and there's an over over and you know, overdoing of letting you know about all these nice stuff they got that maybe they're not doing quite as well as they appear. And I'm never impressed with anybody's stuff until I can actually see the actual physical hard results of what someone has achieved, not achieved. So, point being is that you know, I don't ever subscribe to running something out of pure ego just to you know look good or this. It's got to, it's got to make sense. And again, it's what my biggest thing I see with out there with the social media platforms now. While it brings a lot of good, it gives more information and quality. You just got to be really careful about who you want to, you know, what you want to buy into. And again, I just see so many businesses fail, not because they can't be successful. It's the opposite. It's because they just make really bad decisions and choices based on everything we've just been talking about today. So if you do want your business to be successful and thrive, there are many ways to do it. However, at the end of the day, the one thing I know that stands true across all businesses is that if you don't understand you know, the true reality of your current business 
and you have a lifestyle that's way beyond what it's actually providing, then you're in big trouble. That's the simple simple um, equation of it. If you also are trying to build a business just to be bigger and bigger and better, better and bigger and bigger and look amazing because of ego, you're also in trouble because it has very little substance. It has very little, you know, real purpose and direction. And it could just cause you a whole heap of headache and mess and all implode on you. So you, you just got to decide what it is. My job, I feel when I'm doing this is just to give some options, information and change, maybe some thinking or at least challenge your thinking in terms of what's currently the reality for you. And if you do that, then you can answer your own questions more effectively and start to say, what do I need to be doing? And one of Brad and my favorite sayings is go without in the short term to have it all in the long term. And the delayed gratification is one of the things that truly lacks in society today with all this, you know, get it now, put it on finance, you know, all that getting more debt. There's, there's certain times where using other people's money for, for a positive investment to increase wealth is, is ideal. And then there's, there's others that are really poor decisions that, are, that you're never going to get any money back. It's going to cost you more money. So look, if you are in a position where you've heard this, you resonated with it some fashion, you know, what we always make ourselves available to is to have conversations with people because this information is good, right? You hear it, you go, oh, that all makes sense. But there's way more beyond it personally for you. So the way that we've been so successful over the 11 years is just by making the ability for people to contact us with no pressure, no bullshit like, you know, um, sales meeting co. We, we just love meeting really good people who know they've got more in them that know they rather lack the structure in their business, they, they lack business knowledge, education, or they've they're taken their business as far as they can with those things, but they would like to see what else is possible for them. Or they also know that they've got some limiting you know, beliefs that are actually holding them back. It's more of a mindset problem that's had it. And it's gonna be one of those three things, all of them. It's rather gonna be a lack of skill set in certain areas to take the business to where you actually want it. In the lifestyle you want, it's going to be the the structure's not right, not set up to sustain or to to grow or scale up. And then lastly, it can be the mindset. Someone who's just got some mental roadblocks around what actually is possible for themselves, and that'll hold them back because they'll just sabotage every day of the week. So look, if 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 you do want to make, yeah, I really recommend you to to go to our website, createptwealth.com.au. Uh, you know, read all the Google reviews. We've got over like fifty reviews if that's something you'd like to do. But more importantly, just just make an inquiry. Just say, hey, look, I'm someone who is coachable. I am definitely committed to doing more. I really truly invest, my, uh, see the, the value in investing in my time, energy, and money into, into getting help, support, and being better as a business owner and having a more successful business and lifestyle, whatever that means for you. And I'd just like to have a, a you know friendly chat about what it is that potentially the Create PT Wealth could help me with, just like, like they have with so many other uh, people in the fitness industry out there. And that, that would be a great first step because you know there, there's three decisions you normally get to make in life. There's the right, wrong, and no decision. Doing no decision is just guaranteed to keep you exactly where you're stuck and where you are now in the future. So I'd hope that you have the you know the insight to actually follow your heart, your gut, intention, and if this is feeling right, you've been following us, and you like what you hear, just make that first step. That's exactly what I did so many years ago um, when I first had the opportunity to meet uh, my first mentor down the Gold Coast, and he was only there for another day. And I went, you know what, feels right, got to go for it, and it was one of the best things that I ever did, changed the shape of my life that one decision. So. You know, if you're hearing this and it feels right, make sure you make sure you act now. Don't put it off because I guarantee you, there'll be a part of your brain that'll just talk you out of doing it. 
All right, Jason Banerch here. I hope that's been of insight for you. I hope it's been some value there. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to the next podcast real soon.